Is everything just a distraction from the collapse that is coming? More evidence released on January 6th, you won't believe. And no one seems to know how many people are coming, going, or in between. All today, Eric's America. Hello, welcome back. Happy Friday. I hope it's a happy Friday. Um, I think it is. Anytime you can uh, get ready for the weekend and not have to deal with the insanity that is going on throughout the week, it is always, always a good thing. Plus, it's weekends in the fall, which means for me, football, which, yeah, means I can escape. So, fine with it. Fine. Fine. Just fine. Anyway, I uh, want to remind everybody to please uh, subscribe, like, rate, review the stars. The stars mean so much. They help out a whole lot. Or just tell a friend. They say that's the best way to promote a podcast is just, you know, word of mouth. Tell people, hey, listen to this guy. He's insane. Um, any of those things usually help very much and just helps build it. And uh, you can now find us pretty much everywhere. You find your podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, even iHeartRadio podcasts. So any of those places that will allow you to leave a review uh, and uh, stars. Stars are the main thing. The review, you can say whatever you want. Tell me what your favorite color is. It doesn't matter. They just like the stars or the comments. They like a lot of comments, even no matter how they are. So anyway, we're going to get into things today, which uh, it seems like everything is uh, a big distraction. Uh, we had the uh, migrant uh, crisis uh, from Haiti, which seems really strange. You know, they they jump on this story because there's 15,000 Haitians show up, which is a lot. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, having 15,000 Haitian refugees living under a bridge in Texas sounds like something out of a dystopian novel. But uh, in comparison to the actual numbers that have come across the border this year, uh, that would be um, the equivalent of, I don't know, Tuesday. Which seems really weird. It seems almost like uh, it's a show. And uh, I believe it is. And they're like, well, we're going to clear it out. It's going to be all cleared out by Friday to show what a good job we're doing on the border and how we're kicking everybody out. Um, wait a minute. You kicked out these. What about the million and a half people that are going to show up by the end of the year? What about the you know over a million people that have shown up so far? Where are they at? What's going on with all them? What happened to all these overrun detention centers? What happened to all these people? Well, the whole thing is, uh, you know, it's all a show. It is a show. That's what this is all about. Although they are uh, deterring some people because they um, these people are not from Haiti. These are not your typical Haitian refugees. Uh, these people are not escaping poverty. They're not escaping, uh, you know, an earthquake or anything like that. That is the claim. They're not. These are uh, Haitian refugees that left Haiti a long time ago and have been living fairly decent lives in South American countries like Chile. And uh, they're uh, basically, you know, more of the middle class of somewhere like Chile. But they've decided, well, hey, you know, even though Chile 
is uh, about a thousand times better than living in Haiti. You know what's uh, about a million times better than that? If we could be U.S. citizens. Well, somebody uh, decided to pull out the uh, Trump playbook, which is funny because they're never going to give him credit for it. But um, somebody pulled out the old Trump playbook and said, hey, you know what we do? We just put a bunch of uh, these migrants on a plane and send them back to Haiti, which is exactly where they don't want to be. And then everybody else is like, you know what? Um, we're going to head on back to Chile. It wasn't that bad there. We'll chill out down there. That's good. Uh, because that's not the idea. You know, yes, we, we take in people in this country. We have a immigration policy for a reason. Uh, because, you know, not everyone can be an American unless we decide we're going to take over the world. You know, which doesn't seem like the best idea um and on top of that um you have to have regulation because things get overrun uh and you know infrastructure can't even keep up with it so things have to grow at a certain rate and that's just the way it is sorry um the other thing is uh you have to have some sort of process to find out who these people are now apparently there's a lot of people coming across i mean we have no idea who most of these people are. Apparently now people are getting angry and, and fighting back and uh, commandeering buses. And uh, it's just turned into a complete shit show. So, um, and then of course, of course, we had the big scandal this week, which were the border agents on horseback spinning their reins and trying to get people to stop because that's another thing people don't talk about. Apparently these people think it's just a vacation, that it's all wide open and uh, of course it has been uh which is not the way it's supposed to be but that's the way it has been and so they've just been cruising back down while they're waiting under the bridge to you know come into america and you know just walk on in and get you know all the benefits that go along with that uh you know they get a little hungry they need some takeout they need some things so they just cruise down back across the border down to mexico do a little shopping get a little takeout and uh, come back to their uh, camp under the bridge. And, well, there were some border agents that said, you know, this is bullshit. I'm, I'm not about this at all. And so they get uh, on horseback, and they're trying to keep them from coming back across again. And, of course, it sparked a huge controversy and said people were whipping Haitian refugees. And I like how they call them refugees. They're not refugees. Refugees are people that are fleeing, um, uh, you know, oppression of some kind. These people aren't fleeing any type of oppression or a disaster or anything. They just decided, well, hey, uh, we're going to upgrade. We're going to upgrade. Well, that's not how it works. That's not how immigration works. So uh, not here, not anywhere. So we're going to, you know, figure that whole thing out or not. As it uh, but uh, yeah, the whole thing uh, sparked a huge controversy. And of course, the usual suspects show up to, uh, to talk about it. And uh, the best one and worst one, this is how you know these people are just completely, completely insane. We're going to start with the wonderful border czar who, um, why do we have czars? Can we just stop this? It sounds stupid. Um, but anyway, uh, the border czar, uh, Kamala. Kamala Namala, uh, she has been pretty, you know, hidden for quite a while. But since they had an incident where she thought she could win some brownie points, uh, she decided to show up and say something really stupid. Here she is. This. Okay. What I saw depicted what, what you saw. about depicted. Um, those individuals on horseback depicted. Uh -huh. treating human beings the way they were is horrible. Uh -huh. And what? um, they do? I fully support what is 
happening right now, which is a thorough investigation oh, and exactly good. what is going on Let's there. do it. Let's do it. Um, but human beings should never be treated that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm deeply troubled about it. The whole okay. point is that we have to understand Haiti. I mean, talk about a country that has just experienced they didn't so much from Haiti. tragedy that has <sighs> been about natural disasters. Been, and we really have to do a lot more yeah, to recognize that do. as Why? a member of the Western Hemisphere, oh, we've got to support some very basic needs that the people of Haiti have to get back up. Well, see, I contend that since we're only members of the uh, club that is the Northwestern hemisphere okay see because you said just the western and i contend that we're in the northwestern and see haiti falls below the equator so that means they're in the southwestern hemisphere so we're good i mean if we're gonna say dumb shit let's just make it even dumber i mean as members of the western hemisphere we have to help all the people in haiti what 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 are you talking about i'm trying to feed my family what the hell are you talking about this is something that has drove me insane and drives most regular Americans absolutely crazy. Why is it our job? Why is it our job to fix every problem in every country around the world? It's not. It's not. It's just a way for these people who obviously have never worked an actual job a day in their life to steal working people's money to make themselves feel better. Well, here's the thing. Take it out of your own pocket. And no, I don't mean the tax money you get paid to do your job. Go work at McDonald's or whatever the hell else you can do in your spare fucking time. And you can take that money and then do whatever the hell you want with it. That's what I think personally. I think that would fix a lot of it. Say, no, listen, it's taxpayer money. Uh, we're not doing that. So, you know, figure it out on your own. You want to go earn your own money and do it yourself? Fine. Knock yourself out. But anyway, there's so many things. These people did not come from Haiti. Not originally. Not this time. I mean, these are people that have been gone from Haiti for a decade. That's why they were freaking out when they're like, yeah, we're taking it back to Haiti. They're like, no, we left there like, you know, 2011. We don't want to go back. You know, we came from Chile and, and, you know, Brazil or whatever. So I'm pretty sure they didn't come from Venezuela because nobody escapes to Venezuela. Uh, but it's the whole thing is it's it's just an excuse. And I like how she said, well, I saw what was depicted. Yeah, depicted because it wasn't true. The border agents weren't whipping anyone. Uh, they were intimidating them, yes, because they wanted them to stop breaking the law, asshole. Um, but that's a whole different story. And then, of course, you know, of course, Kamala would know a lot about this, about how to treat human beings. Uh, everyone forgets that uh, she is descended from the largest uh, slave plantation on the island of Jamaica, where they held a lot of uh, people, uh, island people uh and slavery and made them work on a plantation so she should be really familiar with it she should be very very uh upfront and familiar with it so uh but that was her garbage and of course she just comes out to hopefully score a couple points because the only person less popular than her is well joe biden now apparently uh just because he's a moron um but of course she could not be left alone you have to get all the usual suspects have to show up all of them have to so here is crazy Maxine. God, this woman's 900 years old. Why is she still in Congress at all? Why? Why? Uh, the fact that this woman is still out prancing around and still in 
in Congress just uh, just makes me sad. It makes me really think, uh, rethink maybe. It starts to make me really rethink uh, a lot of things in life. But here she is at the border. I'm unhappy, and I'm not just unhappy with the cowboys. Um, Lady, you're never fucking happy. You're never fucking happy. You don't suckle at the government teat enough. You haven't exploited enough of the people in the U.S. to build up your life. Uh, so you're never happy. You are what is known as a human vampire that just sucks the life out of everything good in the world. And, of course, you're never going to be happy because there's just not enough energy for you to suck out of everything. Anyway, moving on. And I'm wondering what I guess she's talking about the border agents, the cowboys. Yeah, it wasn't the Dallas Cowboys that showed up. Trust me, the migrants wouldn't have got by them. Who were running down Haitians and using their reins to whip them. I'm happy with the administration. We are following the Trump policy. He is the one that does not follow the Constitution and would not allow those seeking refuge to be able to petition to get into the country. What, what Constitution is she talking about exactly? What part of the Constitution? Is that uh, one of those clauses that you need the, uh, the special uh, chemicals to get it to show up or whatever? I don't believe I've read that clause. I have a copy of the Constitution. I've read it. Um, but, uh, I don't know. And now I, it just makes no sense whatsoever. Is that the good and plenty clause or the, um, not really sure what clause that is. Maybe you can get the invisible ink to show up if you hold it in the light, just right. That says that, uh, we have to just let everybody in for whatever reason all the time. And there is no sovereignty to the, well, wait a second. It does talk about sovereignty. Huh, weird. Uh, we'll move on. Um, because you think she said the dumbest shit yet. She is not done. What the hell are we doing here? What Securing we a border. witness takes us back hundreds of years. What we witnessed was worse than what we witnessed in slavery. Uh, well, unless you are, uh, you know, working on 300 years old, uh, which I'm not saying she's not. She could quite possibly be the oldest uh, person still on the planet. I'm not de debating that one. Okay, she may be 300 years old. She looks 300. Um, but uh, unless she's 300 years old, she has no idea uh, what the hell slavery looked like. And what the what a stupid. I mean, this just shows you how absolutely uh, retarded she is. I mean, those border agents were chasing people that were illegally trying to charge across our border. They were chasing them back with horses and telling them to stop. That's exactly like putting people in chains and whipping them to death. The hell are you on? I mean, she is from California. Okay, so, I mean, the drugs may be better. I don't know. Maybe the drugs are really good. But, uh, you know, it's it's sad because it's one thing to be, uh, you know, hyperbole and, and saying crazy shit, which Maxine's always done. She, you know, encourages violence uh, against her political adversaries and everything else. But, um She's just a, a terrible person who will exploit anything. And that's all she's ever done. She just exploits anyone and anything just to, uh, you know, get herself in a better position. So she doesn't doesn't really care. She wasn't the only one, though. Unfortunately, she's not the only one. Uh, good old Chucky Schumer was on the floor. He didn't bother to go down uh, to uh, the border because, well, Chuck's never getting out of New in dc he that's the only two places chucky's ever going 
Uh, he's never going to the border. He's never going. And anyway, he has to pile on about the uh, border patrol. Images of Haitian migrants being hit with whips and other forms ah! of physical violence Yuck. is completely unacceptable. Yeah, it would be if this they were doing that. This behavior must be addressed. They and we must provide accountability. Yeah. The images turn your stomach. When are you going to be accountable for the stopped. freaking lies you're telling all the time? Violence. When is that going to happen? Right now, yeah. I'm told there are four flights scheduled to deport these <coughs> asylum seekers back to oh, a country no, that cannot receive them. Oh, no, you're kidding me. Such a decision defies common sense. It defies it common also sense. defies common decency. And decency. And what America is all about. Wow. Remember that harbor. That lady Remember in that harbor. Oh, in the city I, in which I live. So I urge President Biden and Secretary Mayorkas to immediately put a stop to these expulsions and to end this Title 42 policy at our southern border. That we, we cannot continue these hateful... Hateful. Oh, let's hold on. Let me uh, just uh, stop there real quick. Title 42 is about sending people that have uh, diseases or illness uh, back, not letting them into the country. He wants to suspend that immediately. That's hateful and awful. This is a guy who represents New York who will not let normal, healthy American citizens go have dinner if they don't have their papers. I just want to remind everybody of what sorry pieces of shit these people are and what liars they are. Liars and just absolute waste of humanity. It just is unreal. We need to stop the Title 42. Uh, no, you can't have a fucking burger if you don't have your papers. What are you talking about? And that's what it comes down to. They're depending heavily, heavily on all of these immigrants being their voting base because they know they have lost American citizens. That's why they don't care about American citizens any longer. They don't give a shit about you. They can treat you like, you know, like however they want. They can talk about you like you're a terrorist. They can, you know, force you to do whatever. They take away any of the, your rights that they can possibly get away with. That's fine because you are not who they care about any longer. They're looking for a voting base. That's all. It's all about power. Never forget that point at all. Xenophobic, Xenophobic. Trump policies. Trump that policies. disregard our law. Do you know that laws. he's not in the White House anymore, moron? Asylum he may not. To buffoon. present their claims at our ports of entry yeah. and be afforded due process. I can't take any more of it. I commit to work uh, with this. Yeah, he commits to work with this administration to let in as many new Democrat voters as we possibly can because we know the country is turning against us at an alarming rate. And they are. And, um, well, you know, deserve it. Deservedly so. Um, you want a good. If you ever want to take a, a few minutes out of your life and realize what Democrat rule does. If you don't know already, take a look at Detroit, Michigan, 1961 till today. 1961 was when Democrats first gained control of Detroit. And you see where it is today. But in 1961, it was the wealthiest city in America. Richest, wealthiest city in America. Now it's a punchline. If you want to know what happens when you let them take over, that's what happens. Um, and it goes down quickly, but, uh, we can't be bothered. We can't be bothered. We got so much going on at the border. Um, and it was really funny because, uh, so much of this stuff going on, we're talking back and forth, back and forth. 
Um, so apparently, uh, Peter Ducey from Fox, he decided to ask, uh, well, you know, uh, there's one person that, uh, you know, is talking about all these migrants and the border and all this. Uh, don't believe he's ever been there. And check this out. This is funny. Uh, Saki gets really mad. Has President Biden ever been to the southern border? Look who it is. In his life? Yes. I will have to get, look back in my history books and check the times he's been to the southern we border. We have been looking all morning, and we cannot find any record of him visiting the border as president, vice president, That's senator, great. or even as a concerned citizen. Why would that be? Because yeah, he didn't I care. I check and see when the last time or when he check may have been. Yeah. But, but tell me more about why you're asking. Oh, because whoa. this is the president who makes a point when there are disasters in this country, like Pause wildfire for a second. or... Or, or a hurricane to go and see for himself firsthand mm -hmm. what the needs are of the local community right. so that he can have Shows informed empathy, POV Sympathy. to make policy. Concern. Why doesn't he, do uh, does he go down to Del Rio, Texas? And uh, why see does what's he? Going on? Well, well, first of all, Peter, well, I think the wow, situation Peter. at the border is the result perfect, of a right? broken system. And the president oh. certainly relies on his experience. Then so it. whether it was the work he did to address root causes as vice president. Again, with the root causes. And in the, and again, this is a an answer she's used before of uh, why do you need that information? Why are you asking that question? What do you need to know that for? Uh, it's very weird. You know, it's almost as if um, these people uh, get paid to ask questions and you get paid to answer them. It's a very weird dynamic, to be sure. But I'm pretty sure that uh, that's your two job descriptions. You are there to answer the questions posed to you by the journalists who get paid to ask you. And, of course, he has a good point. You know, you're doing all these things with the border. You're making all these decrees and, and determinations and, um, you know, assumptions about all these things. Uh, why haven't you been there and looked at it for yourself ever? Ever. Never been there. And that's what they're saying. He's never, ever been there. He's never even seen it in person at any point. So maybe he's not the best to be talking about it. That was the uh, the whole thing. It does warm the cockles of your heart, though. Good old uh, Al Sharpton. He didn't want to be outdone by Maxine, crazy Maxine. He didn't want to, uh, you know, look bad. He wanted to keep up there. And, uh, you know, he just he wanted to make a few bucks and because and he is obviously a race baiter and that's what he's always been. Uh, but he got some pushback. He got a little bit of pushback from uh, from some people there when he showed up. This is funny. Get a little heckling. Kids are being sedated at the U.S. border. Jamal. Why are you not the right children? Really? Atlanta, oh, I think it is. Oh. Baptist Church, Reverend Freddie Haynes. Why, why are you still doing racism where it doesn't exist? Of the why are you trying West to come and right? <laughs> This is feel-good video material. It is. That's, it is too good. It's too feel-good. Why are you advocating for violence? We went for an hour. It's not a racist city. Del Rio is a loving, caring community. We don't want your racism and terror. Get out of here. Get out. Nobody wants to hear your racist In Del Rio. So yeah, it goes on and on and, uh, you know, he just ignores it. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, people have figured him out. They know he's nothing but, uh, just stirring up trouble and, 
and talking bullshit. And, uh, you know, he doesn't have security like uh, crazy Maxine. You know, he doesn't have secret service to protect him. So uh, they can get closer and heckling. But that just uh, does your heart good because, you know, people, uh, you know, he's been getting away with this shit for years and years and years. And uh, it's time it comes to an end. Uh, but there is a lot of fighting over the border. I mean, and honestly, border stuff and you know they're making a big deal about the the haitian uh thing here and it just all seems too planned all this shit has been going on all year you know millions over a million people have came to the border this year and you know yeah there's been some stories about it but not this kind of concentrated effort about it and why is that i mean fifteen thousand is a lot of people but that's a drop in the bucket compared to 1.2 million so far have come in or have come to the border and we have no idea where all these people have gone. So, I mean, it seems a little pre-planned and, you know, I think it is. Obviously, I think it's a distraction and that's why uh, it's all planned out. You know, it's a distraction. We got to move away from Afghanistan. We got to move away from the fact that there's a lot of things going on around the world financially that is terrifying. Um, there is one of the largest companies. Uh, it's all about real estate that is uh, going like bankrupt in China. And I mean, it's really looking like um, like a 2008 crisis there. I mean, it's going to be a massive, massive uh, issue in China. And, uh, you know, they don't want to talk about that because there are ramifications. Uh, you know, some of the biggest investing groups like BlackRock and stuff have a lot of money invested in that. It goes belly up. We're talking huge depression. Uh, and so that's that's one thing that they're distracting from. They're distracting from the fact that the Fed now says, well, we're going to start, uh, you know, up in interest rates. We got to deal with this inflation that's going to get out of control and the economy is going to go down. They've got a lot to distract from. So now uh, I think this is a distraction, you know, distract people away from looking at, uh, you know, the economy, distract people from looking at the fact that. We have millions and millions and millions of jobs, millions of people out of work that don't want to go back to work, and we're still funding it, um, that we're trying to uh, push through astronomical insanity in spending programs. We don't want anybody talking about that. We don't. We definitely don't want anybody talking anymore about Afghanistan and the Americans that we've abandoned there. So we get, you know, stupid fights like this, and, and it's, it's almost theater. It is theater. It's just theater. It's all just a show. But uh, the show goes on. Uh, they decided to bring in uh, Mayorkas, good old Mayorkas. Uh, they brought him into the Senate, and uh, they're wanting some answers. They're wanting to know uh, how many of these people have gotten in, why it's going on, uh, you know, what's what's the numbers. Um, here's what happened. Thank you, Mr. Secretary. Of the 1.3 million people that we've apprehended, how many people have been returned? How many people are being detained? And how many people have been dispersed? And I want some numbers here. Oh. So we've got, again, 1.3 million people. How many people have been returned? How many people are being detained? Okay. How many people have been dispersed to all points around America? Uh, Senator, I would be pleased to provide you with that data. I want them now. <laughs> Why don't you have that information now? Uh, Senator, I do Good not question. have that data. Why not? Why don't you have that basic information? Right. Senator, I want to be accurate in the in the information. I'm looking for ballpark figures. Why aren't you prepared? About half. Have we dispersed about half of that? Are we up to about 600,000 people we dispersed? Yeah, and uh, so he has no... And this is his job. This is the biggest part of your job right now. This is the biggest thing going on with your job. Can you imagine? Just take a, just take a mental note for a minute. 
Can you imagine if you went to your job, you your biggest part of your job, and you know you've been there for a while, and you know it's it's really important, and your boss walks up to you and says, "Hey, uh, what's going on with this?" And you go, "I have no idea. I'd really like to answer you, but fuck it, I have no clue." Uh, that wouldn't last very long. That wouldn't work out too well. But it was fine because you know the next day he had to go to the house, and you would think. Well, hey, you know, he knew he got the uh, the situation yesterday. Uh, I know I'm going to get this question again. Can somebody get me these numbers? Can somebody, uh, you know, get this put together? Because, uh, you know, I know they're going to ask me again. I know this is going to happen again. So let's get this squared away. And here's what happened. This is the next day. Five million people uh, that we've apprehended. How many people have been returned? Mm-hmm. How many people are being detained? And how many people have been dispersed? I would be pleased to um, provide you with specific data. Wait, you still don't have it? Hearing, Congressman, and your prior statement was inaccurate. Uh, but I would look forward, and in fact, meeting. Sir, that's my opinion. Sir, that's my opinion. Okay, and so I'm I'm entitled to my opinion. Okay. No, no, no. So, I, I respect I respect that, Congressman. No, you don't. And I'd be very pleased to provide you with the specific data very you've requested. Pleased. No, you wouldn't well, be sir, pleased. Otherwise, you were asking exactly have it already. the same question, Thank and you, you gave exactly the same answer. You think you'd be a little bit better prepared now that you've been yes! asked that question? That now love it. maybe somebody else is going to ask you the same question. You don't have that information. <laughs> oh, Congressman, let me share something with you. Oh, here we right. Clearly, okay. I work eighteen hours a day. So, okay, so when I returned from yesterday's hearing, uh-huh. I actually focused on mission. mission. You will get that data both uh-huh. to the senator who posed it yesterday uh-huh. and to you, Congressman, right. today. That is your mission. How could you possibly do your mission if you don't know how many people are going where? That is your mission. You focused on the mission. How can you do it if you have no idea what's going on? And in all honesty... He wants to feed the information back channel to these people because he knows that everybody is watching this right now and he is terrified to tell you the actual truth. The actual numbers. He wants nothing to do with telling the actual numbers because people will freak out and get very, very angry and they're and of course then his you know his minders and his bosses are going to come down on him and he's not going to have a job anymore because he told the truth and that's the last thing they want they don't want people knowing what all has been going on of course so uh but it's fine he uh he went ahead and told everybody that uh you know even after all this now this is really strange because this message seems a little confusing we have reiterated that our borders are not open (laughs) and people should not make the dangerous journey Oh. Individuals and families mm-hmm. are subject to border restrictions, really? including expulsion. Irregular migration poses a significant threat. Regular migration. Irregular migration. Welfare, welfare of border communities <sighs> and to the lives of the migrants themselves mm-hmm. and should not be attempted. Okay. Oh, well, that's weird because nobody else got the memo. And there's been people that have been interviewed at the border. And they said, well, no, Biden's a wonderful man. He opened the border and said we could all come. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, he's dear Herr Liter, and he said that the border's open and we can come. Um, it's insane. It really is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And he's sitting there going, oh, the border's closed. Uh, well, is it closed? Are we turning everybody back? I have no idea. I have no idea what the numbers are. No clue what's going on. And do you think when all these uh, points are 
you know, pressed and, and these, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of people rush one border location and all the resources have to be put there. Do you think no one's coming across the other weak points? You think drugs aren't flowing across, uh, gang members aren't flowing across, all that is not flowing across everywhere else that all the people aren't because they're dealing with the situation in front of them? Of course they are. Of course they are. They have no clue how many people or anything else that is coming across. It is absolutely a travesty. It is uh, the worst situation that could happen because, you know, these people aren't just coming. These aren't just Mexicans coming across the border. They're not just South Americans. They're not just Haitians. They're coming from all over the world to get in here. A lot of it has to do with COVID as well because COVID, because of the draconian measures everybody took to get rid of COVID or to fight COVID or whatever stupid garbage they came up with to deal with it, has basically you know, devastated the world financially to the point that there's a whole lot more poor people all over the world than there ever has been probably in my lifetime. And people are in dire, dire situations all over the world because of these crazy, uh, you know, mandates and lockdowns and everything else. So what are they doing? They're like, well, there's one place we know that it's still pretty decent. Let's get there. Let's get there. Let's do whatever we can. And now there's a president that says, yeah, come on in. Come on in. We want everybody here. As long as you vote Democrat, you're allowed across the border. Uh, just ask the Cubans who are notoriously more conservative. What happens? Uh, your boat get, gets kicked back in the water and, you know, whatever. Get eaten by a shark, whatever. Not our problem. You just can't be here because you're probably not going to vote for Biden or for the Democrats. That's what really happens. Um, I got to take a real quick break. I will be right back. Rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs, Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike, stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians is getting political attacking georgia's popular voting law why to distract from years of dismal sales terrible 2020 results reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in china coca-cola products are poisoning america's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic so the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms but they got busted james quincy coca-cola stop poisoning our children serve your customers <laughs> not woke politicians and we're back. And uh, so uh, a couple more things here real quick. They, uh, I guess, Ducey and uh, Pisaki. Ducey uh, is from, you know, Fox. And uh, it's really strange. Peter Ducey uh, has kind of outshined his uh, his dad. Uh, his dad's on Fox and Friends in the Morning and is a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more to the left. I mean, he's the one that was, uh, you know, kind of like, oh, yeah, vaccine mandates are fine. You know, have the passports. It's fine. You know, and, and Brian Kilmeade just about lost his mind over it. But uh, his son, Peter, um, 
is uh you know he's he's turned into a really good uh, thorn in the side of uh, especially Pisaki. She gets so pissed. She she really really doesn't like him. Here he's talking about anchor babies, and uh, she's just boy she gets livid. You say the border is not open, but we're told by our teams on the ground, you guys are releasing pretty much all family units, couples where the woman says that she is pregnant or single women who say that they are pregnant and that, that nobody actually has to take a pregnancy test unless they want to. So are how you suggesting you don't believe when women say they're pregnant? Is that a big issue? We yes. The border? Uh, yes. I'm not in charge of keeping the border secure right you are yeah you good are. pregnant women good are for you a big threat to the border oh yes the border community oh. is that a big issue you tell me yes it is a big problem i mean i love how they're dancing around it i love how they're dancing around it because they're like oh can't get canceled i say the wrong thing it's gonna be really bad um yes it's a big problem number one uh you don't believe women when they say they're pregnant well let me think about this for a minute uh if they're not pregnant and they're just single they get sent uh back to wherever they came from but if they're pregnant they get in i guess there's no no reason anybody would lie about that would they no one would ever lie about that if it gets them exactly what they want and admitting the truth would get them i don't know uh out uh of what they want no no, I'm pretty sure there's a pretty damn good reason to lie about it and a pretty good reason why you would um, hmm, uh, lie about it. And, and, you know, it's just stupid. But the other thing is they know if they come here, and this has been known for years and years and years, and it's supposedly racist and horrible to call it that, but they're anchor babies. So if they can possibly get here and have a child on U.S. soil, the child is automatically an American citizen, and therefore it anchors them here. Everyone knows this, and everybody's tap dancing around it. And uh, you gotta love Jen Saki. She just tries to play the stupid Marxist word games. You mean you don't believe women? No, no, I don't believe them all. Why? Why, why would I? Uh, I don't believe any. I don't believe all humans. It's not just whatever sex they are. If humans have a really big incentive to lie, guess what? They're probably gonna do. They're probably gonna lie. We know this because we know human beings. But anyway, uh, here's one more. They had a nice big uh, fight about it here, too. More uh, more fighting over the border. Thank you, Jen. I have a question about the numbers that you gave and the map. So there are 15,000 migrants under the Del Rio Bridge Saturday. If you add up the ones that you say were expelled or released, it's less than 5,000. Say there's 5,000 that are still left. Where's everybody else? <laughs> I'm happy to get you a more uh, fruitful rundown for you. if you. Apparently, Peter Ducey found a calculator. Homeland Security. Okay, and when you talk about how some of these people are being placed in removal proceedings, that does not mean <laughs> removed, correct? Removal proceedings. That means they're in the process of going through a removal proceeding so that we can, uh, it can go through the process, our immigration process that's long been in place. So we understand no, that. We're not uh, leaving. Basically... <laughs> Most of these people that are going into removal proceedings are being put on either buses from Del Rio uh, to El Paso and Laredo or being flown to Tucson with no COVID tested uh, testing unless they show symptoms. How is that helping anybody <laughs> stop the spread? 
Uh, again, uh, we have a protocol and process in place as again. it relates to COVID in terms of testing and quarantining. Uh -huh. And also vaccines are provided for a range of migrants by our partner organizations in the region. What is happening now is that, as, an, as I outlined yesterday, mm -hmm. is that if individuals cannot be expelled under Title 42, they are placed in removal proceedings, as you referred to. That may, uh, re that may require them being pa placed in ICE uh, detainment facilities, or it may require being, them give, being given a notice to appear uh, where biometric data and other data is taken. Uh, in terms of their transportation mm -hmm. methods, I'd certainly blah, put you in the blah, Department blah, of blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I mean, uh, and what uh, was reported is, uh, you know, they were just letting thousands of them out and just saying, here, uh, we'd like you to show up in the next month or so to an uh, immigration office, uh, please. And there's no, you know, nobody's going to do anything about that. If you don't, bye. See ya. Hey, look, we got rid of all of them. They're not here anymore. Uh, that's what's truly going on. And the other thing is, too, uh, that no one's talking about. They're like, well, are they getting vaccinated? Well, um, how about no? Every one of those vaccines, this is what people don't get. Every vaccine administered gets paid for. Okay? It gets paid for. And no, again, let me say this for the millionth time. The federal government didn't have a swap meet or a bake sale to raise the money to pay for all of them. You are paying for them. I am paying for them. We all are paying for them. So everyone they hand out, not just here, all over the world, every one of them are all getting paid for. That's why the last, well, it was a quarter two, the second quarter of this year, the pharmaceutical companies made $19 billion in profit from the vaccine in just one quarter. They are thriving. Why do you think there's booster shots? They want more. And I have a feeling they paid a whole lot of money to get Biden elected. Whatever that entailed, I don't know. I'm not making a conspiracy. I'm just saying they gave a whole lot of money to that campaign and a whole lot of influence in that campaign because they knew that if they pushed it, he would mandate it and make sure everybody had to take it. And then, of course, they all had to get paid for, and they're going to make more money than anyone has ever seen on this planet. They're making enough money to make Jeff Bezos blush off of a vaccine that you are forced to take and then forced to pay for. This is not capitalism in any way, shape, or form. That's the, I mean, it's just insane. It's insane. So that's why there's booster shots. That's why they're going to keep up with booster shots because there's never going to be enough money for these people ever. And that's why any treatment that is out there is then squashed. It's not just about the money at that point. It's about the fact that you can't force people to take a vaccine if there's safe and effective and easy treatments. So that's, uh, that's where we're at. Anyway, that's not the only problem we have. Don't worry. They released, well, here, let's set this up. They released some new video. They released some of that video that they had kept under wraps about the horrible, terrible, horrific events of January 6th. And you know they were holding on to it because the American people just really could not handle seeing these images. I mean, they are just so horrific. How could you ever watch these videos? It's just horrific and terrible and people getting... Well, maybe not. So they uh, released uh, more video from the Capitol on January 6th to show how despicable and how horrific this ordeal was for everybody. 
Only problem is uh, the video they released looks more like a tour that uh, just uh, got overbooked. Uh, people are walking in orderly, actually, in single file lines. They're walking in and then they're taking selfies and then chit chatting and calmly just walking around uh, the Capitol. Uh, nobody's breaking anything. Nobody's uh, burning anything. Nobody's destroying anything. Nobody's fighting. And so you wonder, wonder why they held on to this. Well, it's obvious why they held on to it, because it destroys their narrative. It absolutely decimates it. But don't worry. The FBI, they are not uh, they are not deterred. Here's uh, Director Ray uh, talking about what the, the real uh, don't worry. There's uh, they're on top of what the real threats are. We do collect uh, information uh, very much about uh, I think the category that you're describing. We put in the category of racially and ethnically motivated violent extremism, uh, of which the biggest chunk by far uh, is racial or ethnic motivation uh, favoring white supremacy. Mm -hmm. um, and yes. so we collect mm -hmm. information about that threat. Uh, we have, as you say, prioritized that threat at a national threat priority mm -hmm. level. Oh, yes, 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 I'm sure. Um, it's definitely a huge threat. I mean, they said that uh, that's what January 6th was about. And you don't want to be involved in that. The one guy who got into Nancy Pelosi's office, he had to reach a plea agreement. And you won't believe the horrific crimes that this man committed. He went into Nancy Pelosi's office and he got in the mini fridge and he illegally took a beer. So I'm hoping he's getting life in prison, right? You get life for that, right? Um, wait a second. Why does Pelosi have beer in her office, by the way? Doing a little day drinking there, are you, Nancy? Uh, just wondering, uh, but uh, that beside the point, I'm glad we're paying you to day drink at the fucking Capitol, all right? And I'm really, really proud of that one. Um, sure, that, that that builds confidence in what we're doing, but uh, yeah, this horrific criminal, he went in there, and I mean, he didn't destroy your office. He didn't take anything valuable. Uh, he was thirsty, you know, and he, he saw a mini fridge, opened it up, and said, oh, hell, look, there's a beer. I'll have a beer. Uh, but uh, and he got charged with illegally demonstrating inside the Capitol building, and he's looking at six months in jail. Although he spent already longer than six months in jail, so I'm not sure how that one's going to work out. But uh, you know, he did commit the horrific crime of stealing a Nancy Pelosi beer, and for that, I think uh, maybe possibly firing squad. Uh, can we get the firing squad for him? Because uh, that's horrific. And if you saw the rest of these people just walking around taking selfies and, and uh, you know, being orderly in the Capitol, I mean, I'm thinking firing squad for all of them. I mean, that's horrific. We can't have people acting that way. Should they have been there? No. Should they have been doing what they were doing? No. And uh, at the end of the day, it actually uh, served a greater purpose, just not the one that everybody tries to act like it did. It served a greater purpose of pushing all questioning of the election out of the way and so everybody could just uh, have a good excuse to certify it never ask any more questions and move on and in that capacity it did amazing it did an amazing job and some people apparently got a beer out of it you know it was a long day it was a long day and uh you know a lot of work walking around and you get thirsty you know and uh, nancy has a beer have a beer Anyway, so that's uh, that's what happened with that, which makes you start to really question what the hell's going on, unless you're me and you already kind of figured out what's going on. It's all a show. It's all a big 
game and a big show to keep you distracted from what's really going on. And, you know, some uh, some start to figure it out. Um, so, anyway, don't worry. We have more distractions. We have more and more and more distractions. Because earlier this week, Biden, he went to the U.N., and he gave a brilliant, just brilliant speech to the UN. Um, I mean, you got to hit all the priorities, right? You got to get your ducks in a row. You got to get everything really, uh, really, really in line. And here's Biden talking about, uh, well, um, apparently we're interconnected. Again, a new clause to the Constitution I was not aware of. We'll check it out of multilateral institutions like the United Nations to amplify our collective strength and speed our progress strength for dealing with these global challenges mm-hmm. is a fundamental truth yeah. of the 21st century within each of our countries and as a global community mm-hmm. that our own success is bound up in others succeeding as well mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. really Deliver for our own people must also engage deeply mm-hmm. with the rest of the world. Oh, I see. Oh, to I see. ensure that our own future, oh. we must work together with other partners. Work, work together. Our partners toward a shared, shared future. Future. Shared okay. future. Our security, our prosperity, security, and our prosperity. very freedoms and freedom. are interconnected. Are in interconnected. my view, as never before. Huh. And so, I believe we must work together as never before. Huh. I see. That's very odd. Now, I don't remember seeing any of this in the founding documents um our success is based on other people having success i mean this is true marxism this is just true marxism um to say well it's all about the collective no one can do better than somebody else i mean as long as there's poor people in africa america is going to have to be hit and destroyed and torn apart and tore down till it's poor because we can't be prosperous on our own without everybody else. I mean, it's true Marxism, globalist, weird. At, I mean, now I'm going to start sounding like Alex Jones. The globalists are taking over. I mean, it, it really is. It's just a, a stupid Marxist view of the world. And obviously, he truly believes it because he's up in front of the UN spewing it. Um, that's not an American president. Okay, let's just say that. That's not an American president. An American president isn't supposed to get up and say, well, you know, is uh, all of our success is tied to the whole world being successful. So if the whole rest of the world's unsuccessful, we can't be. We just can't do that. And we can't have freedom uh, here if people in some far-flung country doesn't have freedom. It's insane. It is just Marxist bullshit. But uh, he was not done with uh, leveling bullshit at uh, the UN and the rest of us. Uh, he had lots to say about the real, true, total annihilation of the Earth, which is, of course, the next go-to. If you can't get COVID to scare people, if you can't distract them enough with the border, what's your next move? Of course, it's climate change. Of course, tried and true, never goes out of style, apparently. Here we go. Chair has also brought Us. widespread death and devastation mm. from you from the borderless climate crisis, mm-hmm. the extreme weather events that no, we've, we've seen in every part of the world, and you before. all know it and feel it, mm. represent what the Secretary General has rightly called Code Red mm. for oh, humanity. No. Okay. Wow, that's the scientists powerful. and experts are Write telling that us mm-hmm. that we're fast approaching code. point 
of no return in a literal Red. sense. Oh, we'd already been there. To keep within our reach the vital goal of limiting global it warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius, every nation needs to bring their highest possible ambitions to the table. Highest po possible ambitious to the table. Um, whatever the hell. Um, and you gotta love it. Oh, these uh, adverse weather uh, events. We've never had those before. We haven't had storms before. And I just went through this not long ago. Where I was talking about like how you can't just have a shower and thunderstorm anymore. No, it has to be a storm warning. Possible this, possible that, possible this. It's never just a regular storm anymore. Why? This is why. All these adverse weather events, we've never had these before. Yes, we have. And much, much, much worse with much, much, much more death and destruction. We have. But that's fine because you can't scare people if you tell the truth. You can't scare people with the truth. Because the truth is very uh, benign. The truth is, humanity and the earth will thrive if it's warmer than it is now. Why? You have more land. You have more uh, milder weather. You have less of all these terrible things they're talking about. And uh, But he's not done. He's got more climate garbage to talk about. Top 26. And then, Top 26. we have to keep raising our collective ambition oh, over more. time. I got it that time. I thought. More collective, more collective, more collective. Yeah, ask China. I think they're really, really interested in uh, stop burning coal, I think. Oh, wait a second. No, they're not. In ambitious. April, good. What happened to ambitious? I, I announced know. the United States' ambitious new goal <laughs> under the Paris Agreement. <laughs> Reduce greenhouse gas emissions so from the bad. United States uh, by 50 to 52 yeah. percent below oh. 2005 levels by oh. 2030. <sighs> By, by 2030. As we work toward achieving a clean energy economy. Yeah, where's China in this? Net zero emissions. China, they're, doing what, they're doing what they want. <laughs> what they really want. My administration is working closely with our Congress. They're building coal-fired power plants. Critical investments in green infrastructure. Every week. And electric vehicles. <laughs> mm -hmm. will help us lock in progress at home. <laughs> lock us down. For our climate goals. <laughs> and the best part is. Oh, so we haven't got the best part. these ambitious investments isn't just good climate policy. What is it? No. It's a chance for each of our countries to invest in ourselves. Oh, is our it? our own future. Uh -huh. huh? Wait. It's an enormous opportunity to create good paying jobs <laughs> for workers in each of our countries. Oh, okay. And to spur long term economic growth that will improve the quality of life for all of our people. Negative. Yeah, it's a great uh, way to invest in uh, socialism and control in your country because then you can just blame it on the climate. It's a climate crisis, so you can't leave your house. It's a climate crisis, so you can't have a car. It's a climate crisis, so you can't eat that. It's a climate crisis, so we can micromanage every bit of your life and have total and other control of everything. That's what it's all about. It has nothing to do because none of the shit they talk about is real. It's just not. Is the earth warming? Yes, it's supposed to be. We're still coming out of the last ice age, you jerk. Do you want an ice age? Because if you really want to see planet devastation, cool it down. This planet has always thrived when it's warmer. Always. Throughout its immense history. It has always thrived when it's been warm. It always dies in the cold that's why i mean it's real simple you want to break it down so people understand it say well how many plants and things uh, grow in the winter oh none it's cold yeah 
It's really cold and it really sucks. Yeah, it does. When does everything wake up and begin to grow and thrive? Spring and summer. Why is that? It warms up. Yeah. It's really weird, isn't it? Really strange. Really strange how that works, that the earth does better when it is more inhabitable and larger portions of it are more inhabitable by life. And the living creatures on this planet do better when there's more inhabitable area and more area to produce food. Isn't that weird? Isn't that just strange? It's just very easy, common sense things. Very, very easy. So here's one that they, uh, this is some of the stuff that they've covered up. I've actually held on to this article for a couple weeks now. This article that came out um, a couple weeks ago, and uh, it was kind of funny because it's very controversial, apparently, which I don't know how. Uh, But this is a very respected um, journal that uh, uh, produced a... uh, article it's basically a white paper it says it in, investigates what's really causing uh climate uh to the earth to warm and have warming trends and it's really strange because this is all from uh a lot of these people are from uh, uh very respected schools and and very respected climate scientists which is still something that uh uh is still you know controversial but anyway, uh, it comes, uh, you read through it, it's uh, it's about a 15-page article that uh, goes through and talks about where uh, they did all this research and they went in, and this is what's really funny about it, is they went in expecting to find one result and absolutely couldn't find that result. Even with the bias of going in and saying, hey, we're looking for what uh, CO2 is doing. And uh, they went in with that assumption and they came out and said, wait a second, um, this isn't what we expected to find at all. In fact, the only thing they're finding is this really weird thing that the sun, differences in the sun causes the earth to warm and cool. Now, I know that is a crazy, crazy idea that the celestial body that is responsible for life and warmth and heat and light on the planet would have anything whatsoever to do with the temperature on the planet. I know it's a leap and you have to have a leap of faith with me because no one would ever believe that the sun would have anything to do with how warm it is outside. I know, I know crazy. Call me insane. But that one seemed a little obvious. It did seem a little obvious because you would really think it's your neighbor's SUV, not the giant ball of burning gas that is in our solar system. That would have nothing to do with the temperature on Earth. It's definitely the neighbor's SUV and the cow uh, 1,500 miles away from me who just farted. I know. I know it's hard to make the leap to say that it's the sun. But uh, these people came up with the uh, theory and, uh, you know, not the theory. They came up with the evidence and, and all these numbers and they ran them and they said, well, wait a second. 
Um, looks like the sun's causing most of the uh, fluctuation, um, not cows farting and not SUVs. And then they went to say, well, why did everybody come to this stupid conclusion that they did that cows farting and SUVs are what warm the planet and not the giant ball of burning gas that, uh, you know, uh, provides uh, heat and light to our planet. And basically, they said, well, uh, even though that sounds stupid and uh, you would wonder why people didn't go to this first, uh, they didn't because they are influenced uh, by money and by political motivations. And that's very odd because this is not uh, exactly a uh, crazy white wing, uh, right wing conspiracy organization that first commissioned this study. And it's uh, very interesting. Uh but the, it's nothing new. It's nothing new. And, of course, their solutions are always stupid and very superficial. Well, what's the problem? Uh, the Earth's warming, so we need to get rid of the internal combustion engine? Okay. We're not going to produce gas anymore. We don't, we're not going to need gas anymore because we're not going to have uh, combustion engines. This is going to save the planet. Although, how do we produce electricity? May Mostly coal. So they're coal-fired cars. Not to mention that batteries for electric cars are very volatile. They are very toxic. It's very toxic to mine the uh, you know basic materials to make them. The basic materials are highly toxic. They're highly toxic to mine. To mine, I should say. They are highly volatile. Uh, a lot of people don't know the fact that if one of these batteries catch on fire you have to let it burn out. We have no way to put it out. It burns so hot that we have no way to put out that fire. Something that people don't talk about. People don't mention these things. You want to talk about something terrifying? Let your electric car catch on fire. Especially if it's in your garage. The fire department just has to come and play, uh, you know, host to a large weenie roast. Because there is no way to put it out. None. So that's these are things that uh, people don't understand. They are volatile. They are uh, toxic to get rid of. Where are we going to put them all? Suddenly, you know, we've heard about this for a long, long time. You can recycle a lot of cars. I mean, that's what people do with most uh, vehicles. You know, you have uh, you know scrapyards. They scrap out the metal. They you know you you recycle most of it. Or people use the parts to keep their vehicle going till it completely dies. There's so many things that you recycle out of a modern-day combustion engine vehicle. Well, now the biggest part of it, the battery, the biggest and heaviest part of these vehicles is just a to toxic mess waiting to happen. Do they talk about it? No. What are they going to do with it? You can't bury them. It starts leaking into the earth. You want to talk about a, an ecological disaster, that is one waiting to happen. You can't power all these things with windmills and solar panels. The solar panels themselves are coming from mainly China, who uses slave labor to make them, and they're highly toxic to make. Why do we keep going around in circles? Why? Because you have to understand it's about power. It's about control. It has nothing to do. None of these people actually believe any of it. You want to uh, know why? Suddenly, state media kicks in. Biden goes out, pushes all the... Uh, climate change stuff. Now all the networks get together. All of them get together and they start pushing it 
on late night. Do you ever walk into a room as Greta and just want to talk about something you watched on TV and people are like, oh, Greta, tell us about the weather and the climate and everything. Oh, yeah, like, Greta like, Do you ever get oh, tired geez. of that? Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, see, and I'll help you, uh, Trevor uh, and Greta. Everyone's tired of hearing Greta talk about anything. Okay, we don't want to hear from Greta Thunberg. She's an idiot. She needs to go back to school and learn a few things because she missed a whole lot of school running around the world being her parents' little puppet to make a shit ton of money. It's all about money. It's all about money. It's always going to be about money. That was their shtick. That was their gig. The parents used her. They made plenty of money. Now Greta is an adult and she's just going to hide and do whatever. It's just ridiculous. And of course, now yeah, here we go. Yeah. Next, Rich Little. Yeah, don't get me started. I mean, I'm so, I'm so tired of talking about the climate by now. Then why don't you shut up? That's your thing. What party are you He's not trying at? to escape planet Earth on a spaceship at the moment. Thank you. Right. So why is this a thing that billionaires are obsessed with at the moment, Bill? What's your thoughts on it? Massages by underage girls? You know, I don't well, know. It's funny. I've, I've become obsessed <laughs> with things like malaria and HIV and, you know, getting rid of those diseases. Oh, good. We have a lot to do here on Earth. If you've been living pretty much anywhere in the U.S., I don't have to tell you oh, that God, the effects Seth of Meyer. climate change are here and they are real. You can see it everywhere from wildfires and droughts across the West to intense storms in the Gulf to flooding in New York City. Which is I can't take it. Not only is Seth Meyer someone no one on purpose watches because he's objectively uh, not funny in the slightest, but he's a moron. They've never had wildfires before now. I mean, it's all climate. That's why they're having wildfires. Well, I mean, they used to have wildfires. I want people to go back in time. I want you to do an experiment for me. Go back and look at everywhere on planet Earth from the late 1800s to early 1900s. I don't know of anywhere on this planet that did not burn. And I don't just mean wildfires. I'm talking about every city on this planet burnt down in that time period. Everything burnt to the fucking ground everywhere. You want to talk about fire and wildfire and fires everywhere. Everything burned between about 1880 and 1910, 1920. Everything on planet earth caught on fire and burnt to the ground. I kid you not. It will blow your fucking mind. Go read it. It will. I mean, it's just astronomical amounts of fire, fire everywhere. Floods everywhere, storms everywhere. You know, this has just always happened. But that that period of time, for me, I always laugh about it because anywhere you research, anything you research, you get to that time period, it goes, oh, well, it burnt down. Man, it was devastated by fire. It's just, it's hilarious. Well, let's continue on with the non-funny tribute to, uh, well, here you go. Climate scientist prefers the phrase global weirding. And mm. I personally think that's a much more appropriate phrase because in addition to wreaking havoc making the planet uninhabitable climate change is also making things much weirder no you're just weird you're just weird and none of it's funny i mean is that supposed to be a joke that's a joke it's terrible terrible god what a horrible <laughs> these people are terrible they just have no idea uh what the hell they're talking about it was really bad, and you would really hope that it ended there with that terrible, terrible joke that is, oh, just 
not funny. None of these people are funny. But unfortunately, that was not the end of it. The rest of them had to jump on board because they were all doing a combined uh, push for climate. If you are a person living on this planet, your future is in peril. That's a scientific fact. And yes, there are other issues that are all... Now, that is not an untrue statement. Our future is in peril because none of us are going to live forever. Yeah. Yeah, we're all going to die. We know this. We're all going to die. So, yeah, our future is in peril. For sure, because at some point we're all going to die. Other than that, it's absolute crazy nonsense bullshit. But anyway. Very important, the pandemic, uh, systemic racism, income inequality, immigration, gun violence. But here's the thing. If we don't address climate change, none of those issues will matter at all. The car is going off a cliff and we're fiddling with the radio. We are way past climate denial now. Saying, are you saying that individual actions are useless because these corporations are the real problem? No. Oh, good, because I'm not. It's also religion. Sorry. <laughs> the, con the concept of an afterlife gives you people the false hope of an escape hatch. The hell are you I talking mean about? This sincerely, I'm a huge hypocrite. I'll never do anything that's inconvenient to me. That's why there has to be systemic change backed up by government action to make everyone make the right choices, not the easy ones. Well, you're just an idiot. And uh, did you just say religion? I, I think they just said religion is the problem with the planet because people think they're going to heaven so they don't pay attention. The hell is wrong with these people? They're just stupid. Can we just stop? No one can possibly be watching these morons, right? No one possibly thinks any of this is funny. I mean, make a joke for fuck's sake. I could make a million. I could make a million jokes. Any of them would be infinitely funnier than what you guys do. And I could make fun of the same people and the same subjects, but at least they would be funny. You guys are just sad. Sad, sad little people that just parrot whatever the Democrat Party tells them to parrot. And it's not even the Democrat Party. It's it's like the global elite kind of nonsense Marxist bullshit. And they just parrot it back like little lemmings. And they're not funny. And they're sad, sad people. And it makes me cringe. And just, I can't even watch it. It's I could watch it if at least if it was funny. I could laugh at it. I wouldn't agree with it, but at least I could laugh at it. But these people are just sad little lemmings talking. I mean, who the hell does that? There's no decent comedian ever that's like, well, I better get my political talking points right before I go on my late night show and make people laugh. That's never how it works, ever. It's just a, uh, a, just a sad state of affairs that we live in now, and I have no idea uh, when it's going to end. But you know what? Uh, hopefully, hopefully we find the end of it soon. So therefore, uh, all this stupidity will end and hopefully people figure it out very soon. Therefore, uh, we can correct this because this is going, you're right. It is a, tr a car going off a cliff of insanity and stupidity and we need to make it stop. Anyway, that, um, I've got one more for today. One more little, uh, thing to bitch about. Here was a TikTok I found. 
uh, a guy that this is this is the same ilk. And, you know, I told you that the, all these people that are pushing communism and socialism because they all believe that they are going to be the ones at the top. This is a prime example. This is a guy that's uh, put up a TikTok saying why communism and socialism are so good. And I just got to rant about it for a minute. Here you go. Yeah, so this guy asked for a video on why communism is good, and in a part two comment, he said that he thinks a lot of people just equate communism with North Korea, USSR, stuff like that, and that that's a bad thing. He also don't have to apologize for any ignorance for being liberal. I grew up Christian conservative before I found leftism. You found communism leftism? Communism is good because... He found leftism? It's it's. I mean, I know it's a religion. It's not supposed to be. You grew up Christian conservative until you found leftism. Well, congratulations. And by the way, uh, you're using liberalism wrong. Um, and we have been for a long time. Uh, classic liberals, the classic liberalism is the American way. It would be what people today consider conservative. So just to help you out with some of the, the facts that you fell down and hit your head. But apparently now you're saying that... Uh, you know, people associate communism and socialism with the uh, former uh, Russia and uh, North Korea, Venezuela. And these would be correct since they are socialist communist states. But uh, apparently uh, true Marxist communism is as close to a utopia as we can get. Oh, the reason yes. you equate communism with North Korea and that that's a bad thing is because of Western propaganda, capitalism, McCarthyism, Red Scare. Yeah, because what people really want is people to just be starving to death trying to get to work to break rocks uh to make you stuff right and pe capitalists just exploit that you know they're just out there waiting like ah, another one died from starvation boy capitalism Oh, this is why stupid people shouldn't uh, try to define things. But here we go. The capitalists over your head want you to think that it's bad so they can keep their capitalism. The Marxist definition of communism is a stateless, classless, moneyless society. That definition has never been reached in the real world. Unless right. you count all of human history up to the last couple thousand years. No working 60 hours a week to have food in your stomach and a roof over your head. Accessible health care and free to do anything you want to do without the chains of money. Yes. Yes, uh, so uh, his uh, defense of all this was that uh, uh, the world was a utopia up until the last couple thousand years when, you know, people started, you know, building, I don't know, civilization. But once they built civilization, it all went downhill. And of course, we've never achieved a utopia on Earth because, well, we're people and that doesn't work. A uh, true Marxist uh, uh, utopia where nobody ever needs anything and we all just work as a collective hive to provide for each other doesn't exist because it is a fantasy. It is called utopia because it is unattainable. It's the definition of utopia. First of all, go look up the definition of utopia. It's a place that doesn't exist, it's not going to. Um, there's so much wrong with this. Oh, it's just propaganda. I mean... It's only the most deadly ideology ever presented on planet Earth that has taken more lives than any other ideology could have ever. It makes religion, uh, the religious wars and religious fights, and I'm talking about all forms of uh, radicalism in every direction, it makes it all pale in comparison to what communism and socialism does to the world. It has killed millions 
tens and tens of millions of people. Uh, just a moron. And this is why you have to watch out for who the hell, um, you know, who the hell is around, <laughs> is around, uh, especially children. Now, this guy isn't a teacher this time. Thank goodness we had the Marxist teacher before. He's finally been fired. But uh, just, you know, TikTok is geared a lot for kids. And kids are going to see this and be like, yeah, I mean, that sounds good. Perfect world. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, those evil capitalists that destroyed society. Yeah. Yeah, we want to go back to the dark ages when everything was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, they had great health care back then, too, jackass. You know, that free health care, it was free because it didn't fucking exist. But, hey, who's counting, right? Who really needs to know the truth? Well, apparently not this guy. I just thought I would get a good rant out to end the show today. I will be back on Tuesday. I hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy uh, the last of the nice weather because it's starting to get a little chilly out from time to time. And we want to enjoy all this beautiful weather before it gets too cold to truly enjoy. And that, uh, you know, so we need to make the most of it. I uh, hope you uh, get away from everything and uh, have a great weekend with uh, friends, family, all that good stuff. Uh, I will be back on Tuesday with more uh, interesting uh, insanity, I'm sure. Um, nothing's going to stop over the weekend. These people are just, um, <laughs> they're way too hell-bent on setting the world on fire for it to slow down, uh, even for the weekend. So uh, please remember, until Tuesday, it's no agenda, just America. <laughs>